Hello and welcome to episode 11 of A Diamond in the Plus. This week I'm speaking with singer-songwriter Lex Gibbon. I followed her for ages, she's brilliant. I can't believe how, wow, this might sound condescending, but the fact she's 18 and she is so screwed on to how the media tries to impact our bodies and her body image and things like that, that I can't quite believe it and I'm so inspired by her and I wish, I wish so much there was people like her around when I was younger because it really would have helped me. So listen along, learn a little bit more about Lex, drop her a follow on Instagram, also check her out on Spotify, she's got some brilliant songs and yeah, watch her space because I think she's going to be the next big thing. Hi, and welcome to A Diamond in the Plus, a podcast with me, Jade Wakeling, about how to feel a little bit more confident in your own skin. Hello. <laughs> Hi, are you alright? How right? are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thanks. What about you? Yeah, really good, thank you. Really nice to be speaking to you. Um, tell us a little bit more about you and what it is you do. Okay, so I'm Lex Gibbon. I am a singer-songwriter and I'm all about body positivity, learning to love our bodies. Um, it's been a bit of a wild ride for me on the self-love train. Um, <laughs> I think I'm finally at a place where I feel comfortable in my body um, and I'm trying to channel that through music and all that type of stuff. Brilliant. And like if you don't mind me saying, you seem quite young. Like I like to think I'm young, but you seem younger yeah. than me. <laughs> Yeah, I turned 18 in November, so... Wow. So that's incredible (laughs) that you are in a space where, like like you say, you're working on your body positivity and you feel confident Mm. in yourself because it takes some people years and years and years. Yeah, well, I was, you know, I had a tough time of it growing up um, in regards to, you know, like learning to enjoy my body and not absolutely hate myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So... I feel like I've, yeah, I mean, I was bullied from the age of seven, eight, you know, really, really young. So, you know, I have been working through it for a long time. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think I, I, um, I've just really worked hard on it. It was a real priority for me because I saw how like detrimental it was to my life to not enjoy the body I was living in. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I was, I remember crying one day um, and I was like 11 at this point. Oh. Like I couldn't, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror at 11 years old because I was so nervous and oh, disgusted by the way I looked. Yeah. And um, I remember thinking, I just, I can't do this anymore. Like I, I'm not going to get rid of this body. Like I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and look like something else. Yeah. So <laughs> I need to, I need to just get over this. Like. I need to find a different solution to this problem that isn't taking it out on the way I look. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, I completely get that. And that's such like a forward way of thinking because I spent years literally <laughs> despising yeah. the way I looked. Um, so to get to that place at 18, I fully commend you. You're amazing. Yeah. Um, Thank you. And it's incredible. And obviously we'll speak a little bit more in a minute about sort of how you help other people. But yeah, that's great. So were you, so you said that you were bullied from quite a young age. That's mad from the age of like seven. Yeah. So I, um, 
went to a very very religious school growing okay. up it was very it was very religious it was um very academic and I'm really dyslexic yeah um so I always really really struggled in school and you know I I think it didn't help that it was very academic and there was lots of very clever people around me and I just wasn't that yeah. so that was one thing that I like stood out of the crowd because of I was the only bigger girl in my yeah. whole class um and I was really good at swimming that was my okay. thing growing up so I was good at something I looked yeah. different yeah. and I thought differently so it was like every like oh let's bully her because of this this this, 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 you know so it was every like green flag to be bullied that I got bullied so yeah it was kind of like every hour every aspect of my life was kind of being taken away from me and being like you know negatively impacted which was yeah, yeah really difficult that's crazy though and it's so sad that kids that young are being impacted and I know myself that like in primary school I was like the first to wear a bra like I yeah. was like bigger yeah, than the other girls yeah and I remember the boys being like oh my god like you're wearing a bra and I was horrified and I remember a boy asking me once in year six if I was pregnant and I was like yeah. it's stuck with me now like I'm 27 yeah. still like fuck you Raphael like yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. you said that to me like it sticks yeah. with you and it doesn't it doesn't just go away it doesn't you know or even sometimes when people you know they think it's a joke or they think it's harmless yeah. like it's really not I was so all of my all of the girls at my school wore pinafore dresses yeah and um that was the prep school uniform and then the secondary school uniform was skirts and I got to like year six and I didn't fit in the pinafore dresses they only went up to a certain size for the Mm -hmm. primary school kids and I had to wear a skirt and I cannot tell you how embarrassed I was to go in with um a skirt so I used to tell people that I'd lost the top of the of the pinafore (laughs) (laughs) that was impossible to happen I used to oh yeah I just lost the top of my pinafore this morning and I'd say every day like I was so embarrassed and it it was clear it was because not none it wouldn't fit me like yeah I was exactly the same I was the first girl to start their period I was the first girl to wear a bra like everything and yeah it it was a it was a hard time it's and it's that isn't it it's the small things but as I said it sticks with you and like I remember being the same with like trousers and that that they were like like they were like pitched on age weren't they so like nine to ten years old and like I couldn't get my bum in them like honestly that that is like researched a memory (laughs) I remember one day me and my family went out shopping and um we went into a shop and they went up to a size 16 yeah and I was probably about oh no like a, a like an age 16 yeah and um went into the shop and I was probably about 12 and I tried on this age 16 dress and it didn't fit me yeah and my my mum's always been a big girl my mum was like it's just a, like it's just the size it doesn't matter yeah. we can get you a dress that just looks just like that in a in another size, in another shop, it doesn't matter. But I was so upset. But I was like, Mum, I'm not 16 and it, it doesn't fit me. I was yeah. so hung up on it. <laughs> and you're so right. You remember these things. It doesn't it doesn't go away. 
No, I remember my mum having to get like a less elastic trouser extenders yeah. to put into mine, like around the button bit. Yeah. <laughs> and again, yeah. horrified, horrified that, that was the case. And I think it's just because even from a young age, you're aware that other kids pick up on it. Like for yeah. me, being fat and ginger, mm-hmm. awful combo. <laughs> like really struggled but, in secondary school. Yeah, kids and, just pick on anything don't they like even now it's still the same kids are the same yeah it's exactly that isn't it the unfortunate thing is it's never going to change um but you wish it would because Mm -hmm. yeah so did you get bullied a lot then due to your weight and stuff yeah so I was I was a swimmer growing up um and I remember going into uh into school um, one morning for a normal swimming lesson, came out of the pool. I actually remember it so vividly. I had I'd got a new shiny swimming suit and I was so excited to wear it. And I put my clothes down, went out and went swimming. And I came back into the dressing room because I couldn't find my couldn't find my clothes. I was yeah. looking in the lockers. I was looking on the hooks. I couldn't find them anywhere. Um, eventually, I found them in, in the showers, and they oh. were all soaking wet, and I couldn't wear them. And I then had to go and ask one of the teachers if I could borrow any clothes. Yeah. And at that point, it was like, oh, then they're not going to have anything to fit me. It was yeah. basically me saying, have you got anything in lost property that's going to fit me? And I was yeah. so embarrassed. But at that point, I was already, like, disgusted by my body. Like, yeah. I couldn't look in the mirror. I was so embarrassed. I I remember used, I used to remember thinking, like, I wish there was just some some magic thing I could do to make me lose all this like all this weight and you know I was exercising every single day I was in the pool I was eating well and it just was the case that I was just bigger like there was there was some girls I remember that could just eat whatever they wanted and and didn't have to worry about it but you know I then went um and just thought well this is bad I can't do anything about it like I couldn't find any clothes at that point that would fit me in the the children's section. It was yeah. I was so embarrassed. I couldn't look myself. I hated going shopping. I hated I hated putting on clothes on the weekends that weren't my uniform mm-hmm. that I I knew weren't going to fit me. I, I I just hated every aspect of my body and everything brought with it. Mm. I was so embarrassed, and then about two weeks later after that incident happened I hadn't told anybody what was going on um and I went back and had a normal swimming lesson and I was about to dive into the diving block so I was like squatted down about to dive and one of the girls that was being really horrible to me came up behind me and pushed me off the diving block I flipped over and whacked the back of my head and I was so sure I was going to die I was so panicked I thought I was going to drown and die yeah 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 um it was petrifying. It's even still to this day, I can't dive. I'm petrified of it. I've got a, such a fear that Aww. somebody's going to come and push me off. And it, it's such an irrational fear because nobody's going to push me. No, but no, I but like, it's understandable. I think that just goes to show that when the bullying and everything stops, the thoughts and the feelings that come along with it don't, they stick with you forever. Yeah. It, you know, I, I was bullied every single day. Like I had, oh, I had no friends in school. Like, yeah it was it was intense <laughs> yeah yeah it's absolutely that so did you do like music from a young age did you find that was like a little bit of an outlet yeah so um 
I had my first singing lesson at five. Mm-hmm. I remember the first song I ever recorded was Price Tag by Jesse J. And yeah. I thought I was the shit. I was like, <laughs> I remember I had it on a CD and I used to listen to it on the way to school in the car. Um, and I, yeah, it was a thousand percent just an outlet where I didn't have to be judged on what I looked like. I had um, a singing teacher who was a bigger lady yeah. and she taught me and you know it just I was so comfortable in those singing lessons and it was the only place that I ever really was comfortable yeah um because you know I'd go to classes and like I'd, I'd go to my normal school classes and nobody would look like me nobody yeah. was bigger nobody would look like my mom like I, there yeah. was no there was no comfort in school for me um and my school really pushed me to do the performing arts side of things because I wasn't very good at anything else. So <laughs> whenever, whenever there was like a show, they'd be like, "I'll oh, go, you know, you go and do it. You go and do it. You yeah. go and do it. And um, I then went to performing arts school when I was 10 um, because the, the um, headmistress, the school I was at before, said, you're not going to get into the secondary school. You're not clever enough. Um, oh, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there was like an entrance exam and she was like you're what you will not pass that entrance exam and even if you do you'll be miserable because you're not clever enough to get by with the workload um so then I moved schools to a performing arts school and kind of found my rhythm a bit but even then like it was a performing arts school with ballerinas so I didn't look like a ballerina and that was really really hard for me I was away from home I boarded for the first two and a half years I was there Okay, so I was oh, away wow. from home. I was like stripped of all my comforts. Yeah, you know there was no like I'll go home and, and see mum. Mm. Like there there wasn't that, and that was really tough for me. So I think I went to school and I was like, oh, so where can I find comfort that is at home and is at boarding school? And I was like, food. Yeah. I can, I can <laughs> eat food wherever I am. So yeah, it, was like, it, it turned into like comfort for me. But even then. I was exercising for three or four hours every single day. Yeah. And it wasn't like I was eating an excessive amount. It was just that that turned into like, oh, this is how I'm going to feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, like if I'd had a bad day, I'd be like, oh, well, I'll, you know, I'll go home and I'll go back to my boarding dorm and I'll have a slice of toast. Like it yeah. just turned into like, oh, I'll treat myself to that. Yeah. Um, you fall into the habits, um, don't you, of like sorting 100%. your emotions with food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so you know I, I really I just didn't know really where to turn to and even even at that point like I wasn't being bullied but I definitely didn't feel like I fit in mm-hmm. like I was in a school that was highly competitive because it was performing arts yeah and I was comparing myself to every girl there I was comparing not only my body and what I looked like but whether I could sing as good as them, whether I could dance as good as them, mm-hmm. whether I was as clever as them. So it wasn't only just my body at that point. Yeah. It was everything. And that was that was difficult for sure. It's hard though, isn't it? It's hard that comparison element. And even like even now as like as an adult, I'm still the same. Yeah. Like I can't help myself doing it. I um I went to the gym with my boyfriend this week. Me haven't been in like months. And like mm-hmm. he just kept saying to me, like, You're all right, you're all right. And I was just like <laughs> but then he's like yeah. you're not and I'm like because you just see these like skinny girls and like you can't yeah. you can't help but compare yourself constantly 
yeah I, I've just joined a new gym and that's always a weird um kind of flip to make because I was going to another gym before and it was full of like bodybuilders so yes okay like they were big, they were bigger people they weren't they weren't fat but they were big like big yeah. and muscly and I was like okay I fit in here like I'm yeah, like, like yeah and I've kind of moved to a gym where it's like classes and like you know box fit with like skinny girls and they're like you know like punching and I'm like oh yeah. god like, <laughs> I'm like oh my god like I am not this yeah um, yeah it's so it hard really, you know you do just look over and you think oh my god her stomach is flat while she's doing a sit-up and mine is definitely not <laughs> but it's kind of just like well honestly who cares like yeah it, they're more worried about how they're in pain trying to come up from that sit up you know what I mean oh so. 100% as you get older you realize that like you know yeah. or, or like so say when I was in school I thought that no one else had any other insecurities I thought it was just me you know the skinny popular girls they won't worry about anything because they're slim yeah. like why would they um and yeah, well, I mean, I can't say I was bullied in school, but I did find it tough like you in terms of comparing yeah. myself. Um, I mean, you know, I I was a thousand percent exactly like you. Like, well, God, skinny people don't have that problem. And, but, you know, like, like girls with, you know, I've always had big boobs. Yeah. Like, I've, you know, always had big boobs. And I was like, well, girls with small boobs wouldn't have this problem. Yeah. <laughs> but what I've learned growing up is, Every single person, no matter what their shape, size, colour, anything, how tall they are, how short they are, how big their nose is, how big their ears are, everybody is insecure about something. And I, you know, everybody, no matter if they admit it or not, everybody is insecure about something. I know some people that are like, I really hate my toes. Like, and that's what they're supposed (laughs) to Really random things. You think like God, what's nobody cares about your toes, but that's what people are thinking. Yeah. When they when you go, oh God, I'm really subconscious about my belly, and you know, the thing is, we as humans find problems with everything, don't yeah. we? When we when there's not like a, a threat to our life, yes, we find problems with anything, and that's what insecurity is, isn't it? It's like finding a problem with something that is perfect, like your body is perfect because it works like you're able to walk and to talk and to sing and and to do the things you love and make friends and we completely overlook that when we look in the mirror we just think well my my body doesn't look perfect I don't have a tiny waist and big bum and no hip dips and (laughs) thigh gap and whatever it is all these things exactly and it's completely you know material like you just you should be happy to be able to walk and to talk and yeah like, you know what I mean oh, absolutely it is and I always find it funny when I like talk to people and hear their insecurities and I'm like how yeah. like I've never noticed that about you like you're great and it's funny then exactly people don't even notice no no and you that could be the biggest thing in your mm. life like you could be putting on a dress and you could see you know your hip dip in a dress and you could think oh god I'm gonna walk out the house and everybody's gonna be staring at my hip dips and they could not have even noticed it yeah. no most of the time they don't even notice it they yeah think, well, that's a nice dress or my makeup looks nice or I like her lip gloss or yeah. her hair looks nice they're not thinking oh god her hip dips look great yeah. like, nobody <laughs> thinks this no, it's no. just our brains playing tricks on us oh it's a hundred percent that isn't it it's so tough and I think for younger people like it's even harder because you're 
you know, you're going through puberty, you're going through growing up and finding who you are and all yeah. the rest of it. And it's really tough to sort of take that step back and think like, I'm okay, like I'm normal. Yeah. <laughs> because you don't feel yeah. it at the time, do you, growing up? No, no, definitely not. So what sort of made you want to start touring in schools then? Because I think that's so interesting, sharing your music in schools. Yeah, so... um I have always written music and always loved music and I think schools are kind of moving away from it now a little bit they are kind of neglecting the music side of things and that was my outlet growing up like music was how I got through really tough times so I just I want to try and keep it alive as much as I can and um I kind of got into it a producer I was working with at the time was like oh my god I know this guy who who's putting people on school tours and I was like what is a school yeah. tour and he was like basically you go in and you, and you learn you, you know you, you learn a script and you tell everybody this script and you sing songs and you know I think you would be great for it and I was like okay cool I'll try it yeah. and it went really well the first school I went to all the girls were singing along I went to an all-girls school for my first one oh, wow. and all the girls were singing along it was amazing yeah um and I had such a good time and I just thought well I'm gonna keep doing this yeah. I'm, I'm really loving it I'm gonna keep doing this and that's what I did I've been doing it um for like two years wow that is yeah. a long time yeah. but it, it sounds amazing and like the messages you're spreading are incredible and it's exactly what the young people need to be hearing um so tell us a bit about your songs then I've had a listen obviously on Spotify I followed you for a while I was a creep and messaged you and begged you to come on (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I I first started writing music at like 13 um just because I didn't I had all this stuff going on in my life and I didn't really know where to put it yeah um so I started writing songs um, and they definitely weren't good when I first started. <laughs> but, you know, I just kept doing it and they got better over time. And then yeah. I started working with producers and, and um, yeah, just kind of getting myself out there, really. Um, the music industry is a tough one um, in every aspect of it. Um, I think there's, you know, there's a lot that goes into making mm. pop star or you know anything like that so it's difficult for sure yeah I, I can imagine it's the only it's the only thing I love like yeah I I couldn't do anything yeah. else. honestly <laughs> I love it so much and I, I I genuinely don't know what I'd do without it like yeah. that from the bottom of my heart I would have no clue so um it's that isn't yeah, it you've got to pursue um, what you want to do you've got to pursue what you love it's and, always yeah. yeah it's always been my jam so I'm so glad that I've been able to make it a bit of a thing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's that and obviously your your songs do speak a bit about like body positivity and body image and stuff like that so it's, yeah. it's an amazing message to be sending out to younger girls but in like in, in a fun authentic way you know, I, I've never been to one of your school tours, but I guarantee you're not sitting them down lecturing them for an hour. Like, it's, it's just no. in the conversation to light, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, I've been in, you know, these talks before where it literally is you're being sat down and lectured at an hour, being like, love your body, love yourself. Yeah. Ah, and yeah. 
but you're not actually telling me how to do it you know yeah and I I just I love to talk about it and and share it through music because that's what I love so it's a, it's a big part of my life and it's really really important to me and I just hope that other people you know enjoy it as much as I do <laughs> oh I'm sure they do so what message would you like to give all young people then so like based on your experiences as a bullying and yourself growing up what's one thing you wish you could tell them talk to people about what's going on in your life yeah it could be good it could be bad it could be okay but talk to people about what's going on in your life because one sharing positive experiences makes that positive experience better yeah. you know seeing the reaction that people have makes everything nicer yeah and if it's something bad you've got somebody to talk to 100%. it is the biggest thing that people are scared to do yeah but honestly it's the thing that that saved my mental health was just talking to people you know yeah oh absolutely I mean I wish when I was younger that like adults had spoken to me more like at school I remember I remember one teacher saying to me in secondary school like my tutor sitting me down and saying like do you like why do you keep acting out like is it because you're self-conscious like is it because of how you feel about yourself yeah I like palmed her off and was like no no of course not yeah and she never prompted it again and actually like I wish she had and like I I had lots of time off um yeah I broke down crying to like one of the lecturers one day and said like I'm I'm struggling to leave the house like I don't like the way I look she just said oh I'll give you two weeks off and that was it and it was like there's not that help there and there's not yeah so I think sometimes young people find it difficult can't they of sort of who to talk to and who to confide in a thousand percent like going on these school tours the messages I get afterwards you know and it you know it's so people don't know who to talk to and they're scared of the consequences of if they talk to somebody they say to their mum or dad I'm struggling with this or I think I've got anxiety or I think I've got depression they're worried that then everything's going to change in their lives which it won't but that's what they think in their heads yeah oh absolutely I think that's really hard for people so they speak to people who they don't really know so there's no like consequences Mm -hmm. and it's I can imagine you get loads of messages um because I I was a teacher before I left last year and I sort Mm -hmm. of taught year six and um when I was teaching them about like puberty and stuff like that we would do like an anonymous question box and like some of the questions the girls would ask about their bodies or like they'd write down worries they had about their bodies and I'm like you're 11 like yeah that's heartbreaking that they're worried about it at such a young age yeah but that's the thing the pressure gets put on I think more so for girls than mm. boys so young yeah you know it's always like you know boys will be boys you know if they're being absolute dickheads oh yeah. boys will be boys yeah you know, it's kind of passed <laughs> off as that it's like if a girl's being horrible she's a bitch and like a horrible yeah. person but you're not saying that about a boy, like you're yeah. just like, oh, boys, we always, you know, there's such huge pressure for girls to be really pretty, yeah. to be, you know, skinny and to always look perfect and yeah. always have the hair and makeup done and to be clever and to be a, like, you know, yeah. on top yeah. of everything and to grow up so fast. Yeah. 
very and, much so. You know, there's there's a lot of pressure on girls and you're a thousand percent right. They're so worried from such a young age mm-hmm. and it's so sad. Yeah. And I think I think social media and, you know, the internet in general makes it so much worse nowadays. Like yeah. I think back to when I was younger and yeah, you'd see people on TV or in magazines, but they mm-hmm. are like surrounded by it nonstop. <laughs> like yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I mean, we you go onto Instagram and the first thing you do is compare yourself to the people that are on there. Like yeah. whether you like it or not, or in a negative way or a positive way, you're still comparing yourself. Like yeah you know oh come with me you know on tiktok come with me to the gym you think oh i haven't been to the gym in two weeks they're so much better than me because they've been to the gym and i haven't you know or what i eat in a day and they haven't had dessert after their dinner and you think oh i i shouldn't have had you know you're preparing yourself every possible way sometimes without even thinking about it I think that's there a worrying is, uh, thing, isn't it? That yeah, a lot of the time yes. you don't actually realise you're doing it, but you're yeah. so right. It's it's the small video clips like that that almost you wouldn't think you would be comparing yourself to, but you just can't yeah. help it. The minute you see it, you can't help it. Yeah, a, a thousand percent. It is is a huge part of I think this generation. Yeah, yeah, massively. So, do you struggle with your body image now? I mean, like being in the industry you're in and sort of having them eyes on you like do you struggle I mean sometimes yeah I mean it's definitely not as bad as it once was yeah and like I I know I'm healthy like I I don't sit on the sofa and do nothing and shut like stuff with I I'm the healthy person (laughs) I'm just in a larger body yeah and you know I work out like five or six days a week like I'm I'm always up I'm doing stuff yeah and I I'm I'm comfortable with my body but do I put on outfits some days and think oh these jeans didn't fit like this a year ago (laughs) I do it's it's, it happens to everybody oh absolutely it's normal you know and I think also, you, I'm going, I've just booked a holiday with my boyfriend in April. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, like, we've been on holiday together before, but never yeah. to, like, a resort with, yeah. like, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to be at a pool. And there's going to be a really skinny girl. And he's going to look at her and think, oh, yeah, like, wow. But he hasn't fallen in love with me. Yeah. Because I'm skinny, hussy. <laughs> like that's not a thing. So it's, it's... odd, oh, Zane. I'm I'm so with you on that one, and it's so stupid because you're like they know what you look like. Like yeah. your boyfriend loves you, right? He loves you. Yeah. Loves the way you look. Loves your size, whatever. Yeah. Like, but in our heads, we're like, but skinny's good. Like, yeah. And I I say to my partner all the time, oh, you could get someone skinny, and he's like, yes, you want someone. I skinny. don't want it. <laughs> like, exactly. You know, exactly. but you I can't process even... it. Yeah, I think even now, like, my boyfriend is a, a very good-looking man. Yeah. And, like, he's a big guy. Like, yeah. he's he's a, a strong man. He's what he competes in. He's big. And I think a lot of people look at him and think, why are you with a fat girl? Like, you could definitely yeah. get a skinny girl. And it's, it is conditioned into us to think skinny is good. Like, skinny yeah. is the epitome of what everybody wants. Yeah. That is it, a thousand percent. Yeah. And, I definitely feel it creeping into my brain thinking, oh, maybe I should start what start look, like watching what I'm eating. Yeah. But I also, I don't know if that's a bad thing. I don't think 
you know, I don't think me going, oh, like maybe I would would feel more comfortable in a bikini around loads of people if I didn't feel like yeah like I probably in the last couple of weeks I probably haven't been thinking about what I'm eating so yeah Yeah. my jeans might fit a bit snugger and I don't think it's a bad thing to think to be on top of it and think oh maybe I should try and lose that I don't think that's a bad thing no no I I get you it's being on top of it is absolutely fine yeah but it's just when we are we just that's the only thing we can think about yeah. is oh my god I, I can't eat that I've got to cut this out I've got to cut that out I can't eat and that can be really really dangerous yeah it's it's doing it all in a healthy manner isn't it and if it's yes. coming from if it's coming from a healthy mindset not one yeah. of like I have to change because I hate yes. my body then yeah. it's completely different and you're right yeah we should we should be thinking about how to stay healthy and how yeah you know, fitness and stuff like that too so no I absolutely get you um, yeah I was the same when we went to the gym I was going to suggest why don't we like go in the um sauna or something like that and then I thought yes. no because yeah <laughs> there'll be lots of people a lot slimmer than me yeah. and like yeah you might see them and fall in love and <laughs> yeah you know? you know what it's madness because I think as as body positive as body positive like influencers yeah. we're almost like you can't talk about not enjoying your body yeah and there are some days where I wake up and think oh my god I just yeah. feel like shit yeah like, there are just some days where you think oh, I just feel disgusting like yeah. I don't want to put on I don't I just want to sit and feel gross for like yeah. two days <laughs> leave me alone like yeah but it it everybody has that and you know talking about it is what makes people feel normal because it's a normal yeah. thing to feel it's just when we're stuck in that feeling for too long that becomes unhealthy yeah no I completely agree and when that feeling stops you like living your life and doing things yes. that's when it's gone too far but yeah you're right it's normal to I mean I I, I even think like I couldn't ever say like I completely love my body yeah I never will I'll never get to a yeah. point where I think I love every single part of me because yeah. no, there's stuff I want to yeah. change. It's just getting to a point where like you accept it a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. Like I don't look in the mirror and think, oh my God, I am the hottest bitch alive. Like that is <laughs> what I think. I think I'm really proud of the fact that this body has created this song and this body and my brain has been able to do this and yeah my legs have carried me to this point and I've done so many amazing things in my body and my body's not holding me back from doing yeah. anything I want to do yeah it's that's completely the right mindset isn't it you've got to think further afield than just what you look like because it's so irrelevant yes. um and when you're doing so many more amazing things like you are you've got to you've got to look at the bigger picture so what's your What's your like aims for this year or going forward? Have you got any aims in the pipeline? Yeah, so um, I'm really hoping this year, music wise, to just keep releasing music, keep doing what I love. Yeah. Um, and I think I'll always, I you know, I love posting on social media. Like I, I really enjoy it. Um, so just keeping up with everything, moving it all forwards. Yeah. Um, and goals wise you know I've, I've got loads of brands that I really want to work with this yeah. year so hopefully that will happen yeah um, and yeah I really 
really hope that everybody just sees a lot more of my face this year yeah. <laughs> basically that, and, and my bum and my yeah. boobs and my belly and everything I just hope everyone plunk sees a whole lot more of me there yeah. you go plunk it up online we can't wait yeah. can't wait to see yeah. a whole lot more <laughs> yeah. but it is yeah. isn't it it's, it's good aims just to get yourself out there and yes. I, I'm like you I love social media I never thought I would be in a place where I'm posting my bum online but yeah yeah there we go enjoy it yeah exactly yeah Yeah. no it sounds good well thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me despite all of the computer errors and (laughs) popping in the screen (laughs) thank you for having me I really appreciate I was so excited when I saw the message about it I really appreciate it oh that's nice no no problem at all I was as I said I was creeping on your page like do (laughs) I do I message her? Then I was like, yeah, right, come on. Let's be bold. <laughs> <in 2023." laughs> but yeah, thank you so much. And yeah, really lovely to speak to you. Really lovely to get to talk to you. On next week's episode, I'm going to be recording with my boyfriend, Max. God help him. <laughs> All things Valentine's Day related. And just a little bit about from his perspective, what it's like to be in a relationship with someone that struggles with their body image and their body confidence. Because I think it's really interesting to see things from the other side of, you know, the struggles that it must be for him. Like when I'm having my down days, crying on the sofa in my tracksuit, like what's that like for him as my partner? So yeah, really interesting episode coming your way. And as always, thank you so much for the support and love and messages and sharing. You're bloody brilliant. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you next time.